Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the one, two, third, and you are tuned in to another episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. And of course, as always, I got my lovely co-hostess with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. What up, y'all? And we are tuned in and turned up, and we thank y'all for joining us for another amazing episode, man. Uh, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's by first and foremost shouting out our sponsors, Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy. What, what up, up? Us? <laughs> And then uh, we also want to recap what you may have missed for those that didn't get a chance to tune in last week. But anytime that you miss us, be sure to check us out on Facebook. YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, yeah, Black Planet, no. BlackPeopleMeet.com, Chris's Mingle, <laughs> and uh, always be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page, SoundCloud, and iTunes by searching this, that, and the third with the third spell I, I, I like the Roman numeral three. Yeah, now, I wonder if Black Planet still exists. You know, there was a like a Puerto Rican Latino Latina planet in parallel to Black Planet. Like, it was hella racist the way that they introduced social media to us. So it's Puerto Rican planet? I'm confused. It, it, was, it was called something in Spanish, and I'm uh, not sure exactly what it was, but the equivalent of black planet was like brown planet. Did you, did you have an account? On there? No. No. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. But uh, that's where we first learned about coding, too, though, low-key. Yeah, because you had to design, yeah, your, you had to design your, your own page. page. Your black, page, black planet page. But, uh, man, make sure you subscribe by searching this, down the third, with the third spell, I, 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 like the Roman numeral three. And on YouTube, it's Cal and Reese. So check us out. Now, last week, for those of y'all that missed it, first and foremost, shame on you, but we're going to catch you up. We began with our weekend review and our weekend previews, and then we also talked about politics. Now, there were some mandates that came out of Georgia that said, if you work for the feds in Georgia, bruh, you got to get this flu shot. The flu shot, yeah. And there were some people that wasn't going, one woman in particular, and I think she lost her job behind that. Yeah, so if you didn't get the shot, you were fired. Come on, man. Pretty simple. What if it was like, they can they mandate that with something that's non-flu related, like uh, birth control? Would that be illegal? To be like, man, all y'all women, man, we don't want to I mean, no, apparently if they can do it with the flu shot, they can do anything. They, it's a slippery slope, y'all, so stay woke. Go vote. Also, man, we talked about uh, the president, you know what I'm saying, and all the stuff that he been, been into, his uh, State of the Union or disunion uh, address <laughs> that he had, and how he just avoided a lot of the topics that we wanted to hear his perspective on. And he was what did like, you want to hear? I mean, I wanted to hear about, uh, last, I don't want to hear nothing from that nigga. You <laughs> exactly. know what I'm saying? I don't really care what he got to say, but at the same time, it feels like the people that are into politics wanted to hear some things that he didn't yeah, address. Yeah, he should have said something. Okay. Worthwhile. Um, then we moved over to entertainment and talked about Quincy Jones' nasty ass. He is still in the news. I Have you did heard? not know that he smashed Trump's wife. No, I just read Ivanka. That. It's the daughter. He smashed the daughter? Yeah. <laughs> what? It was the daughter. He dated. He didn't say smash. He said he dated Ivanka. First of all, why is Quincy Jones sleeping in the telly? Kissing the telly? Boy, 84. Like, what else he got to do? These are like his confessions? This nigga's no, This was an a, a interview on uh, Vulture. Something. Yeah, well, he said the Beatles could not play. Man, gee, somebody, somebody, Calvin Evans, man, one of the dopest comedians in Chicago yeah, and on funny. earth, in my opinion. He had a post, and I'm going to butcher it, but he just pretty much was talking about how Quincy Jones made it through Jim Crow, mm-hmm. uh, Reaganomics, mm-hmm. uh, every other thing fucked up with America, and something else. And he was just talking about, man, is this nigga the Illuminati? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is the dude, he, he's been here for a while. And he's living his best he's life right best now. Life. It has been for a cool <laughs> minute. I mean, this why interview. Why hasn't he been... You know, I mean, Cosby. Or, you know, mm-hmm. no, what's the scandal? There's no scandal with this brother. That's a good thing. Yeah, and he's a Chicago a native. Shot Town stand up. But, man, we just got to, uh, can we slow clap Quincy Jones' nasty ass real quick? <laughs> time for the- Why you got to I say nasty in a good, respectful way. I want to be a nasty 84-year-old nigga. He reminds me of my granddaddy. He reminds me of Grandpa Calvin. Rest in peace, Grandpa Calvin. But he was a rolling stone. Well, Grandpa Jones is getting it in, okay? Straight like that. Um, also, we talked about uh, Jay-Z with the black excellence um, yeah, brunch, brunch that he had leading up to the Grammys. We talked about how he didn't win any Grammys, but then we didn't really mention the fact that he was... Uh, recognized like an icon, a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys. It just wasn't televised. Did you know about oh, that? Oh, no. Yeah, I caught wind of that a little bit later on. And somebody even mentioned the fact that, man, he made he had a platinum album that was only distributed for at least a limited amount of time on his own streaming platform. Yeah. And he, like, made history. So a Grammy couldn't really equate to well, the, the institution that he's established. Yeah. Right? He's not just a business. He's an institution. All right, so stay woke. Well, you need to spread that institution. Okay. And we got to know what to celebrate. That, I mean, but this is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> I would assume. I, I can't prove this or nothing like that. Okay. But when, when you get your institution, when I get my institution, <laughs> I would assume that there's going to be a lot of people that was like, man, I used to watch this down the third. They need to spread the institution. <laughs> but we probably had 
spreading. We just don't know you, niggas. Jay just don't know us. So we don't know that he's not spreading the institution. Okay. We don't want to blaspheme. Good point, right? Right. Also, in entertainment, man, we talked about Bruno Mars winning big at the Grammys. We talked about Dave Chappelle's acceptance speech. We talked about uh, Cat Williams' Netflix special. We that was still funny. don't know how much he got uh, no, for that, but right? No, it's funny as hell. Okay, so did you see what's the, um, the white comedian, G- Gary? Gary Owens? I want to say, oh, I was going to say Owens. Yeah. Okay, Owens. He was, he made a video, like, taken up for, I guess, Amy? Schumer. Yeah. yeah Going back in my week. Did you see that? I didn't. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, I mean. too much. I'm over it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I actually heard that Monique was actually offered, like, $3 million, million initially, yeah. but then they was, like, a contingent upon an audition, and she was taken aback by the fact that how I'm going to audition, audition and nobody else has to audition and y'all paying me less and then it became a slippery slope from there. Man, alternative facts, man, because that wasn't mentioned in the no, boycott. She, just she didn't say boycott. Uh, at first they, they offered, offered me, me three million. But... So figure that out to figure out life. Also, we talked about sports. We had our Super Bowl predictions, and you were actually right. Let me give it to you on top. I, know, I had to go right? back and watch the footage. Now she was like, "Man, I said fly, Eagles fly," and I was like, "Nah, you was kind of wishy washy." That was actually me. Yeah, I said I, very... I would root for the Eagles and bet on the Patriots. And I said she stuck to her guns and said, "City of brotherly love, man." Now I know you saw Kevin Hart get his goofy ass <laughs> played though, trying to say, "Man, I'm from Philly though." So, but he made a Snapchat video drunk afterwards, drunk, and he hell. was just like, you know, guys, worst, get over it. Second worst mistake of my life. He was yeah. like, they did a good job, though. They did their job. He said, man, he was firm. <laughs> but he asked was firm. He said, man, I know who you are, but I can't let you up here, bro. Yeah. You're not on the roster. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate that. The parade was today in Ooh. Philly, and my cousin uh, lives in Philly. Mm-hmm. And so I guess they were giving out coins for free beers. Okay. So downtown, the whole out? city shut down. How did down. that turn out? She's been out and about since 9.30, collecting her beers. Sounds like the last, The last snap I saw, she was on number 10. Damn. <laughs> and she by herself. She hanging out with the crowd. Oh, my God. She partying she with the people. <laughs> man, our prayers are with you. Our prayers are with you, man. She must have a high-ass tolerance. They're running your family. Go ahead. <laughs> we trying to get her lit. Did you see how they were talking about the difference between rioting and celebrating and how it's kind of... But that always comes up, man. Like, yeah. anytime black people do something in masses, it's like a threat. Anytime white people seem to do something, it's a Celebration. celebration. So the double, stand, double standard is real, but nevertheless, congratulations to uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles yeah. for winning their first Super Bowl uh, oh. in modern day history. Because oh, they wow. won an NFL championship before, but yeah. it was like before there were more than three teams. <laughs> really? You know what I'm saying? It was just them playing <laughs> the Browns so or some shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, good so job. So it's been a cool minute. It's been a cool minute. Good job. Um, also, in sports, we talked about the Cavs collapsing, and we'll have a little bit more about that in sports today because them niggas got rid of their team today. So y'all stay tuned for Yikes. more on that in our uh, entertainment segment. Also, we talked about Ball in the family. Now, this was when uh, LeVar Ball, who he's just a, he's a nah, 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 nah. very entertaining, mm-hmm. but he got a mouth on him. And he was just pretty much saying, like, coaching is a breeze. Now, one thing that's interesting about that is I was listening to um, the, the, the Herd. Now, that's a show that you can just stream on Facebook or watch on ESPN. And they were talking about how coaching is very important as opposed to what LeVar Ball is saying. I just stand there and the guys got to do the plan, so coaching don't really matter. He was saying, and I'm not sure if you're up on this story, but Jason Kidd okay. was coaching the Milwaukee Bucks. All right. Ended up getting fired recently, like as recently as within the last four weeks. And I didn't even know about this. I thought he was coaching them when I went right, to the Bulls game with the guys. I'm like, oh, Jason Kidd. They was like, that's not Jason Kidd. That's another bald head, light skin nigga that replaced him. He got uh, fired last week. I'm like, I didn't know that. I thought he was doing a good job. I thought so too. Apparently last season he did a good job. His, his roster didn't get any worse and he's not doing as good a job. And they was just like, man, get up out of here. Reason being is because um, I want to say his name is Brad Stevens or whoever coaches the Celtics. Okay. He got Kyrie, he got out of, he got rid of Isaiah Thomas, not okay. IT, but he picked up Kyrie. Lost Jay Crowder. Lost A.B. Bradley. Lost um, Gordon Hayward, who they picked up when they got Kyrie. And then there was a couple other big pieces of the puzzle that mm-hmm. got, you know, messed up. And they're still number one in the Eastern Conference. So they're like, that shows that coaching matters. Has something to do. And because of that and how well he was able to do with his depleted roster, they said that gave them grounds to fire Jason Kidd. I said, damn. Maybe they were really looking for a reason. Looking for a reason. Yeah, you know, they got a short uh, leash on black coaches in sports, yeah. period. So you know, it's just it's a new plan. I thought he was a good coach. I thought he was too, but you only as hot as your last, right. you know, your what last track. Um, also in the round of town, we talked about um, the Polished Pebbles upcoming da- Daddy Daughter uh, Fun Day, and that's actually going to be on the 17th. Okay. So y'all pull up to that, and there'll be more information on this than the third Facebook page. Uh, David Banner is coming to town to the Harold Washington Cultural Center. The No Lacking Challenge is taking place. I hope it's over, but it's still it going is. on. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. Mm. 
it's just like an old school for those that ain't woke on the challenge. It's just like an old school duel where it's like one, two, three, draw. And niggas just point guns at each but other. Was that a thing like back in back the day? Back in the day? I don't know. I, I remember you could like slap a nigga with a glove and challenge him to a duel. I don't know. That was a thing mm-hmm. back in medieval times. Oh, okay. Something like that. But I yeah. I don't know about Chicago it. Chicago just has a different culture in the way right. that we play. You know, we play it with bullets and shit. <laughs> um, and then we was talking about, you know, the, the, the blow up dolls. I don't even know if you would call them that. They like just for real fake. What are they called? Sex dolls. Sex dolls. Sex dolls. Just sex yeah. dolls, but they thick as hell. They voluptuous. He keeps emphasizing that. Yeah, so just imagine yeah. a mannequin of Reese. <laughs> don't imagine. And that's imagine. pretty much the standard right now for these uh, sex dolls. Yeah, don't imagine that. Same, same, same. And then last but not least, we uh, capped off last week's show with our favorite topic on this and the third, and that's relationships. relationships. And we uh, hollered at DC from hashtag DC Ask, as well as chat with Kat, and they had some interesting topics, and we'll actually have some more of those today in this, this Do week's Do you know, I feel like since I've been commenting on chat with Kat, people be trying to add me now. Oh, man. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Like, that's that's the algorithm that's out there, depending on your preferences and what you search, and not even just on Facebook. If you search something on Google... Facebook would be like, nigga, you looking for uh, banners? You'd be like, wait, how you know I was looking for banners? I was looking for them on a totally different app. They'd be like, bro, we all connected. Yeah, I'm getting requests and I'm like... Mm, you, can't, you can't comment on certain things. Some, that's why it's nothing wrong with being a troll these days. Mm. Because when you troll and you just scroll and you just, nobody you know, watch the silent, nobody knows. But as soon as you like, like, how do you turn that off where if I like something or I comment on something, you don't I don't get want notified. all the updates about who else did that. Can you turn that off? I hate that shit. I hate, I loathe that shit. See, I don't get shit. the notifications to my phone. So uh, okay. I only see when I decide to go check. Okay, I don't okay. need every app. I say, I don't want you notifying me. I don't need my phone going off. Okay. Right. It's annoying. All right, so before we wrap up our um, last week's review, we're going to go into our weekend review and our weekend preview. So did anything stand out in your personal life from last week? Like, what were some highlights from last week? I, okay, so I took the kids swimming at the Ellis Park on Cottage, mm-hmm. 35th and Cottage. So we've been there. free swimming over there. It is. Yeah. Nice, nice facility. swimming pool, right? Check it out. Why the lifeguard so rude? Oh. So I thought it was maybe just one time. Maybe she having a bad day. Right, right. Maybe it was just me. Right. No, she talks to all the kids, all the parents, rude as hell. Just wow. like she has an attitude all the time. Because it's free, does that mean that she's a volunteer and doesn't get paid or something? No, she gets paid. Um, but I just didn't know what it was. And, you know, I would see how she interacted with somebody else. And, I, and I'll go up to the parent like, you good? Was she... What she mean? Was she kind? <laughs> and the was parent, she gentle? I wouldn't even have to say nothing. The parent would be like, who the hell does she think she is? Man. Why is she talking to me? Like, you know, just. I want so my money back. This past Saturday, she blows the whistle. Everybody out the pool. Dookie so alert? I'm like, why? Right. So the other lifeguard says, well, that's what happens when you don't follow directions. Okay, first of all, I'm not the child. Right. He's talking down to you, like, ma'am. Ma'am. Secondly, okay, who didn't follow the rules? Right. And why is everybody being punished for this? She like, well, you know, I don't know. Okay, clearly you don't have the answer. Very vague. So I go out and I'm talking to the supervisor who's over the basketball camp. And I was actually about to talk to him about the lifeguard. Right. But then she comes out, well, you got to come get this parent because I told her she couldn't. So the rule was the parent, her daughter was in the deep end, mm. nine feet. She was just walking down there just as the little girl was swimming. Right. It's empty. The rule is you can't walk the deck. Right. Even if your child is in the deep end, you can't what walk. What love boat rule is that? But it's not written. Well, all the rules are written. Right. You know, and it's the way you tell somebody right. that. Your tone matters. And I don't matters. think tone matters. she communicated that in that way. And right. that parent was just like, well, I come here every week. Right. And I don't know what your problem is, but I will talk to your supervisor. And it was just the whole big thing. It became thing. an issue. And it's like, do you... It's unfortunate that in our own community, we got to deal with, like, attitudes. Right. But when I go to Oak Park or if I go to Naperville, I don't have no issues. Right, right. Customer service very matters. Very pleasant, very... We, we talked about this on a previous episode I, about we do it to ourselves. I'm assuming this was a sister. Yes. And why do we do that to ourselves? But I did hear an interesting theory on it, right? Okay. So they were talking about, one, you can't hold somebody to a standard that they've never experienced. So if I'm saying, man, I demand good customer service, and I'm like, what the fuck is good customer service? I've never experienced it. How can I deliver it? Right? That's one. Number two, 
if I have never been properly trained to deliver customer okay. service, that matters as well. That, okay. So you kind of got to meet people where they are at, T. We're a product of our environments, man. Unfortunately, we don't get good customer service, so how the hell would we ever get it? Well, unfortunately, I don't know how long she's going to be in that position because I can't handle it. Sister. I can't handle it. You got to go Jimmy early with her, man. <laughs> Anything you looking forward to this weekend? Yeah, I'm seeing her Saturday. Oh, you going down <laughs> these inches? Y'all going swimming in these inches? Y'all might as well go skiing. <laughs> You know, I did think about taking the boys sledding. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be Let out know, at some actually. point. Let me yeah, know. If it's not too bad, like I to, do want to go sledding. I want to I I get on the sled a few times. I want to see how my down. kids fare in these inclement conditions. Too. You don't take them sledding? I haven't. <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't. I just haven't. All right? Really? Yeah, but my, my week was pretty cool, man. Um, You know, got a chance to do a... A little bit of everything with the Super Bowl. I got a chance to chick, uh, kick it with some of my college buddies. Uh, shout out to the Littles that hosted the Super Bowl party. Um, got a chance to hoop a lot. You know what I'm saying? I don't, ain't no good, but that's, that's how I stay in shape. Um, plenty of rest and relaxation, man. I'm still getting when like 10 to 12 hours. That? But I, I, I did notice, G, like, I, I work just as much, if not more, than y'all niggas. But I, it's not at the same time. It's just not at the same time. So I got my R&R in. Um, some major deals, man. Like, the phone's okay. been ringing off the hook for Freelance Academy in terms of just the demand is growing. We got three teams of university students that I'm okay. managing. And it's just some major deals that the brand, when it blows up and it becomes a school household name internationally, you heard it here first on this and third. <laughs> and then last but not least, I'm looking forward to the week. So leading off our Black History fact for the month, shout out to Black History, first and foremost. It's gone in a flash, man. So, and we didn't get a chance to shout out our Black History Month uh, historians or our Black History makers. So we want to be intentional about that on this week's show. So uh, what we got for Black History Fact for this week? Okay, so I don't know. A lot of you may not know, and some of you may remember, Cree Summers from the hit series A Different World back in the day. It kind of came out right after the Cosby show. Redbone? Yeah, Freddie. Freddie. Yeah. So she played Freddie on A Different World. She was the... Afrocentric, yeah, very free, activist. Very free. I'm sure she had yeah, like feminist. Yeah. yeah, she was really quirky and funny. Probably had saggy boots. So check this out. She's been a talented voiceover actress for years, actually since she was 11, and she started on Inspector Gadget. Do you remember that show? Penny? Was she Penny? I do remember Inspector Gadget with the Go Go Gadget watch, Go Go Gadget shoes, she and the little the dog. She was the voice of the girl. Okay. And her dad was Don Franks. He was Don the inspector. Franks. Her He's father. White. In real life? Yeah. So she's mixed? Yeah. Okay. I thought when you said Don Franks, I thought that was Mr. Furley from Three's Company. That's Don Knotts? <laughs> That's somebody else. I don't know. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Continue. We're on Black History. <laughs> but anyway, so she's done over 100 different voice animations. Uh, her most recent voices uh, were she's the voice of Hagger on Netflix, Voltron, Legendary Defender. You know what that is? Never heard of yeah. or seen of that show. Cartoons. Heard of Voltron, and though. Uh, Nubella on the Disney XD's Guardians of the Galaxy. But so, blank. so she she was on um, the Cleveland. She's the Proud Family. Yeah, she, she, she's a little girl. That's who I remember she's her because girl. I was like, man, I've heard this voice before, but it'd be hard to remember. She's like, been on a lot of movies, so the Proud kids family. would kids would know her face, but they would definitely know her voice. They wouldn't know. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah well, so shout she's out. been moving and grooving for for years now. So I posted it on the page if you want to learn more about her. Okay, and uh, my Black History fact from last week. Again, apologies for not getting to it, but I wanted to shout out, and I did him last year, but he's the man still. Oh. Is Ryan Coogler. Now you know he did Fruitville Station at 27 yeah. years of age. That he did Creed just... at 29 years of age, and now he's doing Black, Black Panther, Panther at 31 years of age. If every two years of my life, nigga, I can make that type of progress. <laughs> This dude is only 31 years old, and I and look up to him. Right, and yeah. I don't do that with a lot of shorties, man. But this dude is killing the yeah, game. So to him and Chris Summer, happy Black History Month, and yeah. we're going to slow clap y'all in, yeah. team. And that about wraps us up for this week in Black History Facts. Y'all tune in next week for another Black History Maker on this, that, and third. So topping off this week's headline in sports is none other than the Super Bowl review. Now, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but your team won. Right? Yeah. Did you watch the game? And if so, where did you watch it? I did. It? I did. I started off, um, and I saw that the Eagles had a lead early. Right. So then I kind of turned away. You, you felt confident. Felt yeah, confident. right. So then, but I kept flipping back because I know. What the hell is on during the same time as the Super Bowl? It had to be some trash. Yeah, it really wasn't nothing on, but I just didn't want to sit. Right, right, I was right. moving around. The game be long. And uh, it, you take a long. nap and wake up. It's still All long. games be long. Though. And uh, then when I turned back, 
the Patriots was like 32 to yeah, like 34 30, yeah, something like that. Yeah, they came back and so took that one point lead. So then I kind of sat there for a little bit and watched the end. <laughs> yeah. My prediction was wrong. Yeah. I was like, no, no. Right. But at the end of the day, they ended up uh, going did. ahead and bringing it home. Shout out to Alshon Jeffrey, man, former Chicago Bear. And he, very close, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, to winning MVP honors for that particular game. Okay. Uh, the quarterback obviously got it. He was the one doing all the throws. And, and he got a touchdown reception, which was the first one in um, – history so uh shout out to nick Foles, i believe is his name and this was a dude a story of redemption like this was a dude that was considering retirement like two or three seasons ago and now he's a super bowl champion and forever shall be etched in the names of history books um but uh, tom brady didn't win didn't get the sixth ring it's funny how probably two weeks ago people were like man if he gets the sixth ring or a six yeah six win uh he gonna be the greatest uh team sports player Period. Like over Jordan and everybody. Now that he lost, they're like, man, that nigga's not even the best person on his team. <laughs> like, it's crazy how the media how will, will spin it and they will put you on a pedestal and then knock you off. Bow, bow, bow. Very quickly, man. So know thyself, man, because at the end of the day, man, the media and all that, it's a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors. Yeah. But he did set a NFL passing record with 505 passing yards in the game. So he at least did make history he in that something. regard. But again, he didn't He didn't win. Foles and the Eagles went on the victory. Foles won the MVP, of course. Kevin Hart got his ass played, trying to go <laughs> celebrate with his team. But I, I like the fact that they came out, I don't know if you peeped this, but they came out to Meek Mills. They came yeah, out to a Meek like track. after the game, everybody was on some free Meek. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was funny. I posted that shit too. Right, yeah, it's just funny to I me, man. Confused. It's like, like it's, it's like the Chappelle at the Grammys. It's like, nigga, I still gotta go to work Monday. Oh. It's like Meek's still incarcerated. Oh. So you know what I'm saying? It's a good win for the city, but there's other back issues. Back to business. All right, okay. back to business. Back to reality. Um, what what you think about the commercials? Now I don't know if you know this, but a, a 30 second spot on this year's uh, Super Bowl uh, was about five million dollars for about 30 seconds. So did you see any commercials that looked like they were worth a $5 million investment? No, and I know from just classes and school that none of the commercials are worth the millions that they spend for 30 seconds. Right, right. Um, And honestly, I think all the commercials are boring now. They kind of trash. They kind of trash. But did any of them at all stand out to you? No, and I... There was one that I saw, and I was like, oh, it's kind of funny, but I don't remember it. So yeah, it, it couldn't have been mean, that funny. Yeah. It wasn't funny, memorable. It was just yeah. for the moment. Now, did you peep that Tiffany Haddish had one for Groupon? Yeah. I like that because I believe that it was like a spinoff of what she was on, not necessarily in Girls Trip, but ain't that like how her and Jada was kicking it, and, and Will Smith was kicking it, and she like yeah. went to take them out and did a little Groupon, Groupon. thing. Yeah, no. Like, y'all so are rich. I'm not rich. It wasn't the Girls Trip, but it was when they were filming Girl Shit, right. how she took yeah. Will and Jada out on a group Right. Yeah. So, and I love that, man, when people actually use these actual products and yeah. then become a paid well, spokesman versus... Yeah. yeah, so I, I, I like that shit. Um, also, did you see the Doritos and the Mountain Dew collaboration that had, like, uh, Tywin Lannister, I think his name is, and the, the, the Is it with the headphones? Dwarf. No, this is the dwarf from Game of Thrones and then Morgan Freeman, oh, okay. old ass. Yeah, they were I doing that. The, uh, I saw that commercial. The rap battle. I thought it was a video. Nah, they just had a lot of lead-in stuff going they were doing, uh, the, the dwarf was doing, uh, I think that's the politically correct term, right? Dwarf? Yeah, yeah. Vertically challenged nigga. Yeah. Um, he was doing Busta Rhymes from Look At Me Now. Right? Okay, so I did see that. And then Morgan Freeman was doing, uh, what well, your mouth, silence yeah. when I spit it out, Missy. the Missy shit. So I forget what track that was, but get your freak on. Freak on, yeah. yeah. So they were just doing a reenactment, yeah, a lip sync battle. But it, it was a collaboration between Doritos and Mountain Dew. I liked it. I liked it. Okay, so this is the one I saw, the Amazon. Mm-hmm. But I still wasn't like... Oh. When Lexa lost her voice. Yeah. I like that concept, though, yeah. man, because you are familiar with that voice. One, who is that? Because she's getting that bag. Speaking of Cree Summer, <laughs> right. Lexa's voice <laughs> is everywhere. She's getting that bag. But um, I do like the fact that if she was to lose her voice, who would replace her? Yeah. And it depends on what you're searching. Depends on who comes up on, <laughs> with the voice. I like that. And the fact that our baby girl... Cardi B. B got yeah. incorporated into the shit. Yeah, good for and her. she just holds her own, man. Like, it's, it's something to be said about people that make it big being their natural selves. Like, we'll talk about it a little bit later about people that front they move, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she just is authentically just her. her and just free and it's leading to prosperity like in her it life. Or you too. don't. You gotta like yeah. it or you don't. You hate it or love it. I, I fuck with that shit. So, shout out Cardi B, shout out Tiffany Haddish. Um, and then, what about the halftime show? Did you like the. Did you think it was cultural? What's it called? Cultural appropriation? The way this nigga was dressed? We talk about uh, Justin Timberlake. What did you think about the performance? Because I seen a, a post that was kind of going in on it. Like, he don't seem like he has the moves anymore. 
well, you don't I, hang around enough black people no so more. So I didn't think about that. I mean, I thought his performance was okay. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of good songs, right? right? All his old songs. But he got some hits. I was just like, as I watched the performance, left something to be desired. I just felt like it was safe. He was a safe white boy. Yeah. He wasn't going to protest nothing. He wasn't going to say nothing. He wasn't going to get people upset. Right. No dick he in the box gonna from Saturday Night Live. He was going to his because he was so glad to be back. <laughs> Thank you, America. he's like the good, white, wholesome boy. He's married to Jessica Biel. Oh, just, she's bad. I didn't know that was his wife. But you know what I'm saying? I it's like just, that white girl. You know, he's yeah. safe. He's safe. He's safe. And so I was so bored. But it's the year <laughs> of safety, though. Like, it's so much unsafe shit going on in politics that I think but it is. But this is entertainment. Yeah, people are being safe in entertainment, like with the host that they're choosing and all that on down the line. I was concerned about his outfit. This is why. I felt like he had on like, he had on like a, what, what felt like a hunting blazer, as, as if he was down <laughs> with the, you know, the redneck movement. He had on like some fatigue pants that was kind of like, shout out to the soldiers. He had on some J's that was a little bit more urban. And then he had on like a so he's trying make to America inclusive. great again bandana. Uh, he yes, just seemed yes. like he was doing, he was trying, trying to, to yeah, be inclusive, be inclusive and it safe. just, it felt very exclusive because yeah. nobody dresses like that, JT, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he, he did look, I know he's older, but he did look a little old with the dance moves. And I only say that because where I was at, we were watching the halftime performance and not so listening, listening to it. listening to it, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Terrell Owens? So he's a former Philadelphia Eagle, played in the Super Bowl probably a decade ago with mm -hmm. Donovan McNabb, one of um, Mount, Carmel, Mount Carmel's finest right, right. here in the shot. And um, finally made the Hall of Fame. Now, they was holding him out at first just because people don't like this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like your personality. But he finally made the Hall of Fame. Do you think it was fair for him to have to wait in the first place when he is like one of the top five receivers in NFL history, period? Well, is anything fair? Yeah, well, no, what is yeah. fair? Fair is very subjective. But I was surprised to hear that he finally ended, so congratulations. Congratulations to y'all. We see you. Yeah. Also, man, um, in sports, but moving into the NBA, they've been moving to more of a format. You know, they do the commentation during the show, but also right. before and at halftime and, and then after. And it used to be like Ernie Johnson, Kenny J. Smith, Charles Barkley, and, and um, um, Shaq. Now they're doing this thing called um, Players Only. So they got Chris Webber moderating. They got Shaq on there. They got Baron Davis, who was a dog back in his day. And uh, I think last night they had Isaiah Thomas, the real Isaiah okay. Thomas. Um, what do you think about that? Like moving away from, and no disrespect to anybody, but people that never played basketball and only analyzed it to actual former basketball players only. You know, I never understood that. I, well, I never I understand it, but I never understood why people get so upset when you listen to somebody who's just going off their opinion yeah. and don't know. Like that, it's more laughable. Day. Like right. just be entertained by it. Right, right. Like I remember when Stephen A. first came out back in the day. Right. He's pissed everybody off. Where did you play? Yeah, it <laughs> right, it's like, no <laughs> way, just talking crap. I got credentials, yeah. <laughs> but I like the new format, and in the new format, they were talking about the Cavs still sliding. Yeah. And then they obviously uh, flipped their team upside down today. Like, today was the trade deadline. So, you know, Blake Griffin went to the Pistons. Uh, they were thinking about moving DeAndre Jordan to the Cavs, but what they actually did instead, they moved Isaiah Thomas to the Lakers, along with Channing Frye. They got back Larry Nance Jr., as well as... Um, didn't Fry play for the Lakers dog. before? Oh, uh -huh. I think he, I don't know where else he went, but I know he played for Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. and then um, most recently the Cavs. But uh, they got uh, they got another dog. It wasn't Russell, but they got another one of the standout Lakers, uh, Clarkson. Okay. Clarkson. They got Clarkson. They got Larry Nance Jr. And then they shipped D Rose and Jay Crowder, who they just picked up from Boston. Yeah, he ain't been playing or well. Um, and they shipped them to Utah, and they got Rodney Hood, who used to play for Duke. He's a nice little dog. He hasn't been playing well. They, they, they sent him where? Utah. Utah. He's, he, he's going to be at, what is that, the Cannes Film Festival? What is that shit out there? The Black Harvest? Nothing. What is something in Utah that people go to annually, but no, I think it already Sundays. passed. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I thought, oh, wait, ain't Utah a state? Yeah. And it's in Salt Lake City. Yeah, no, Sunday is in Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry, I just knew it was snow and Alps and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not Alps, but, you know, hills and shit. Um, and then they also lost uh, one other person, Amani Shumper. Mm. So Amani Shumper's gone, and then they brought in, like I said, Rodney Hood, and they picked up George Hill from Sacramento, so that was like uh -huh. a three-trade deal. I like it, because one, you know, the Cavs have been sliding. These niggas lost, like, if they played 20 games, they lost 15 of them shits. You are so interested. <laughs> I'm so into it because this is the thing. He got these young athletic bulls that's now finna get behind him and be like, 
that way. As opposed to, man, I'm IT. I'm good. Man, I'm D-Wade. Oh, D-Wade is back in Miami, too. <laughs> yeah, got rid of I D-Wade. know he yeah, so He's going to be retired cold. pretty soon. Yeah, <laughs> But I, I just like it. I think it's going to give them a, a better second half of the season than it did for the first half. So shout out to the Cavs, Dan Gilbert, and uh, hopefully LeBron will stay for the rest of the season, at least. I mean, I mean, right. probably ain't going to be there next year, but oh well. Speaking of LeBron, you know, him and Steph picked they, um, they all-star teams, teammates, for this year's All-Star game, and everybody on this nigga's roster is like falling yeah, victim to injury. Boogie, Cousins, out for the season. Um, Kevin Love, actually, I, I think he's on LeBron's All-Star team and his team in real life, out for the season. John Wall, standout guard from the Wizards, mm. out. And then uh, Przingis. Now, this is the unicorn, the white boy from the um, Knicks, Knicks that you were talking about. Knicks, injured until Tore his ACL. I know. Deezus and Monroe was talking about that. Gee. They had a whole rest in peace memorial ACL tears are at least a six-month process, dog. They said so he might dude. not come back until, either, until like next year after All-Star. Yeah, it's going to be a cool minute because you don't want to rush it back because you saw what happened with Jabari Parker. You saw what happened with D. Rose. So, uh, speedy recovery to you, Przingis. But, uh, yeah, the boy is out. Um, but wrapping up our entertainment segment today, I wanted to ask you a question. So we got a lot of basketball joints out there. We got football, baseball, probably even hockey with Mighty Ducks. Do you have any favorite sports movies? Okay. Um, I don't necessarily, I don't have a favorite anything, right. but I do have top five, some top three is that yeah. I like. Um, so what came to mind when you asked me that I am? Right. Very non-committal over here. I have to think about like what movies I can watch over and over right, and right. over and like get a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So the Glory Road. Glory Road, yeah. Definitely. That was like when they integrated basketball, the starting five yeah, of black. Yeah, they had to pay, play that Texas yeah. team. Yeah. So that one, Coach Carter, mm-hmm. um, Jerry Maguire, and Show Blind Side. Blind Side. Yeah. I heard that wasn't really portrayed right by the actual dude that they portrayed. <laughs> like, I, I'm i not that dumb. It was like, they made me very dumb. I'm not that dumb. I'm dumb, but no, not that they, dumb. They didn't make him dumb. He was just socially awkward. Uh, aren't we all, though? I am. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, I think my top five would have to be Above the Rim. Okay, yeah, that was good. Shout out to Tupac. Yep. Shout out to Thomas Shepard. Shout out to Bernie Mac. Shout out to Leon, because Leon ain't aged a day. That's okay? Thomas Shepard. That's Thomas. Um, shout out to, uh, what's his name? Gina, Gina Husband. What is it? Mark. Martin. Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin. Dwayne Martin. And uh, Marlon Wayans. Can't forget about him. Um, Blue Chips. Nick Nolte, Shaq, is. Penny. Very good. Blue Chips. Very good movie about the ins and outs of the college basketball world, uh-huh. dog. Niggas be taking money, the recruitment process, the coaches be in moral dilemmas. Very dope piece. Okay. Um, any Given Sunday. Yeah, that's a classic. Everybody fucks with Any Given Sunday. Uh, Sunset Park, man. It's time to get live. It's time to represent. Sunset Park, what time is it? That's what uh, Buddy asked from Onyx. Fredro Starr. Okay, Terrence Howard plays Spaceman. Goddamn it, old girl from Cheers. The little curly-haired girl from oh, Cheers. Yes, she was okay, that coach just okay. trying to get an extra $1,500 stipend <laughs> and turned them into state champions or some shit like it. And then uh, last but not least, Mr. 3000. Yeah, Bernie Mac. That's a sleeper. If y'all not up on Mr. 3000, Z, yeah, that is one. a smooth move, with dude, Bernie Mac. With Angela Bassett, fine self. Shout out to Angela Bassett with her 50 and fine self. And then uh, Bernie Mac, man, one of, some of his greatest work, dog. Yeah, Stan Ross. So those are my uh, <laughs> top joints. And then um, that about wraps us up for uh, sports on today's episode of This, That, and the Third. And we appreciate y'all tuning in and turning up with us on the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Yo, so once again, on this and the third, topping off our news segment is going to be uh, Vice News. Now, this is one of your favorite shows. What's going on on Vice News? Okay, so I was just watching it last night. And um, so this city named Jakarta, it's a city, it's the capital of Indonesia. And it's sinking. What do you mean? The city is sinking. <laughs> what do you mean? Like in debt? <laughs> no. Like literally the sinking. The whole city is going underwater. And yeah. I just... Like, I do watch Vice News because I feel like the news is not giving you news. Right, right, And right. there's a lot of stuff going on in the world that we really don't hear about. Right. And they had a plethora of stories. Not a plethora. <laughs> so, not a apparently, in February of 2007, there was a flooding then, and 17% of the city was underwater. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, they knew that it was obviously an issue. They didn't fix, they haven't fixed the right. issue since then. And so, with each year, the city sinks about 7 to 10%. And they've seen examples with Tokyo, Shanghai, and other uh, cities that 
have started to sink. And when they notice that, they stop drilling or they stop doing whatever it was that was causing that problem. Right. They haven't. Okay. Um, they, I forget That's what they- That's just called the sunk cost Basically, trap. they have something that can fix it. It's gonna cost a million, it's a million. Indonesia don't got it, I'm assuming. Well, it's the slow process, but whatever this turnpike or this dam that they're trying to fix, right. it could hold off the problem 20 to 30 years. Right. But they still need to have a long-term solution. Yeah. It's like um, th their sewage is bad and their water, they don't have a, a system with their water right. pipe. It don't sound like, like they would have the infrastructure to deal with something like this. No, and so people, like the government is having people move out of their villages. They're setting them up in apartments, but most times these people can't afford the apartments. Right. And most of these people want to stay by the river, by the water, because they fish. Right. And that's how they survive. So it was a really sad story, and it was kind of depressing. Like, the whole city's sinking, and yeah. we over here doing what? It's just, it's just, you know, it just makes you appreciate yeah. stuff. Well, keep your head, Pakistan. We praying for y'all. Indonesia. Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm geographically illiterate. My bad, G, my bad. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Forgive me. I failed geography. Miss Marshall, you've done me wrong. What the fuck? That's okay. All right, so what's going on with Israel versus the entire continent of, of Africa? Okay, so look, I saw this other article randomly. Israel, it said, the article was like, Israel is giving Africans 90 days to leave the country. Are these the same Africans that were being enslaved a month ago and nobody talks about it today? That was no? Syria. Syria? <laughs> I need you to stay woke, okay? Stay woke, read a map. Damn. <laughs> so look, no, but the um, prime minister was saying the, the main reason he's giving is he doesn't want to affect the bloodline. Right. And he just feels like these immigrants, and it's not just Israel, Per se. Just anybody. Most from countries don't want immigrants there. They feel like they bring violence and crime. Disease. And it sounds like. Disease. And they no really, crossbreeding. They really don't want to affect, they want this pure bloodline. This Aryan race, but I mean in Israel. So look, as I kept reading, so this prime minister is being indicted for corruption, for taking bribes for donors. So I don't know. <laughs> the corrupt blood only here, man. You guys are too up and up. Too so I don't know. I don't know, but I just think that's, that's interesting. And Africans, you know, y'all, Africa, y'all kick everybody out. You know, like, how are you? It's just, it's a lot. It's, Here's my issue. It's a lot. Like, nobody's calling us Northern Americans, as if Canada, Mexico, and United <laughs> States are just fucking with each other like that. Why do we always call Africans, like, is this a country? Like, that's a continent. So who are we talking about when we say Africans? Black people. Just black people. Yeah. Well, hold your head, black people. And that about wraps us up for uh, news on this week's episode of This, That, and Third. All right. Want to do movies? Yeah. Relationship. Okay. Five, four. Wait, culture. Oh, okay. I, I skipped all this shit. Okay, just movies and relationships. All right. Yeah. Five, four, three, Two. Heading off movies in this week's episode of This, That, and the Third is none other than Den of Thieves. Whoa. Did you see it? it? You didn't see it yet? Because so it's like copy, one of the movies you can't talk about unless you... My copy is dark, so I haven't... You know, yeah, such a fire sticker. Such <laughs> a fire sticker. Gonna need you to spend that seven to thirteen. Gonna need you to spend that one of these weekends. But Den of Thieves, are you familiar with the movie Heat with Al Pacino, yeah. Sizemore, yep, yep, yep. and Christian um, Slater? Yeah. It's like the updated version of Heat, G. Okay. So if you fuck with so Heat, a, definitely a check out movie. Den of Thieves. It stars, uh, among others, 50 Cent. Okay. Everybody's fucking with 50. And then uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., first movie since Straight Outta Compton, holds his own. Okay. He holds his own. It's a very good look. And my man um, Gerard Butler from 300. Oh, yeah. From Law Abiding Citizen. I just Citizen. watched the, uh, nice, yeah. nice cast. Nice cast. So check that out when y'all get the time. No bootleg. No bootleg. Um, the Neighbor. Now, The Neighbor, I didn't even see advertising for this, but I just came across it on my movie app. What did yeah, you think about that? Yeah, because you didn't go see it at the movie. Uh, no, no, I watched it on my phone. <laughs> I was curled in my bed watching it on this little-ass screen. Eyes hurting like a mug, but it was a good movie. It was. It, yeah. it, was, it was interesting. Yeah. It, it's a slow... I'm not going to say it's a slow movie, but you're you're like on edge waiting the entire time. Is it what you call it suspenseful time. or no? Yeah. It's, it's something... It's like real. It's, it, it almost felt like... Nigga, this shit like, is how it is would really happen. It yeah. was believable. Yeah, it, it was, was very believable. Was the pace, it was very paced. Yeah. It was just steady. The pace made you on edge. Yeah, and then... Boom. Boom. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, y'all might want to check that out. It stars, I don't know his name, 
white dude. Y'all know him if y'all see him. <laughs> and uh, he's been in things like Entourage, yep. uh, probably shit like Pacific Rim. Who, Who was knows? that movie with uh, Martin Lawrence and Danny DeVito? Uh, anything can happen? Nothing to lose? He no, was no, in no. Nothing to Lose. He was the nothing, detective. No, no, no. Nothing to lose Not was with the tall lose. dude from Shawshank Redemption. This was, uh, what's Not the a, worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? Not what you can do about, I don't know. Where's Waldo? No. Oh. It was <laughs> what's the, the worst, worst that could happen? happen? Yeah. Yep, he was the detective in that movie. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all familiar with him. We just don't know his name. Um, but The Neighbor is the name of the movie. And then, uh, Roman J. Israel. Esquire. Yeah. Now everyone's favorite, except for my man Chad Chadwick Boozman, who's killing the game right now. But Denzel, the leading black male actor in Hollywood, yeah. period. It was a really good movie. Returns to the big screen in this movie, Roman J. Israel Esquire. And it was it was a quirky character, but it was still Denzel. Like you saw Denzel rear his head at times. I didn't times. see him in the beginning. I saw him more oh, towards he, the when he, end. When he, when he glowed up. Yeah. Because it was a story about a civil rights uh, a lawyer that kind of lost his way when okay. he got to that bag. And it was like, you know, some things happened where his law firm, that kind of held him down for the longest. He never had to go to court. He was always that paper pusher in the background, okay. but he kept the business afloat, so to speak. When the head dude that did go do the litigation passed, he was like, I can step up. And the family was like, we would rather sell the business. Yeah. We would rather you not be the face of the brand. And uh, he was forced to go find employment elsewhere. And where he found employment was at this high, sexy firm. And it, it just, it, 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 it turned up from there because it was like, what do you do when you're making lawyer money? And you used to be in civil rights. But he wasn't rights. making lawyer money. Remember, they he was only paying lawyer, him five hundred. He was making lawyer moves, I should say. He yeah, was in that lifestyle, he, and he he finessed, he finessed a hustle. So right, we don't we want don't to ruin it for you. y'all. Right. But at the end of the day, check this joint out. It's not getting good reviews necessarily. But I think this is the one he really? was up for the grant. Uh, yeah, he did get nominated for the Oscar for. for. Yeah. yeah, so he didn't win, obviously, but it, it's a sleeper in no, my Oscars opinion. Oscars haven't happened yet. So what the hell the was Golden this? Globe didn't win. Yeah, he didn't win, but it was for this one, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Bad information. False false information here on this Dennis Third. Uh, what about Geostorm? Now, this is something that this I is see. Gerard Butler. Yeah, I see this on my timeline a lot, but I never care to watch it. It's really, really good. Especially like now with the weather and you don't have a winter, you do have a winter, you got yeah. mudslides happening, you have all these natural disasters going on going on all over the world. So this movie had a lot to do with the weather and who controls it and how people can use Was it the man that we weather, talked about last apparently, week? Yeah. Apparently, the man controls weather. Who you know, for it? his benefit. Right. Okay. So it's a good movie, though. And last but not least in movies this week, we're talking about Ingrid Goes West. Who right, the hell so is Ingrid? O- O'Shea is in that movie. No, he is. No, <laughs> he is. It doesn't seem like a bang, bang, shoot em up gangster type movie. No, it's not. It's who actually, the hell is Ingrid? It's actually about this girl who, like, finds people on social media that she connects the with. The friends? Yeah, and then she becomes like a stalker. Oh, so know. she finds a way to connect with you in real life right. and become your friend. Meanwhile, she following then everything. she's single and, white female. Yeah, so it's ass. real crazy. But O'Shea is in that. that out. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It's a cool court. Was movie. he a, one of the victims or what was no, his role? No, he was the, the landlord where oh, a girl was staying. He looked like yeah, a landlord. Cool. Okay. And last but not least, we just want to give everybody a heads up, man. February 16th, I believe, is the premiere that was 19th, same day as the comedy show. No, that's actually when the exclusive premiere for the CPS kids okay. is happening. But I think the actual premiere is on the weekend leading up to President's Day, better known as Obama Day. <laughs> and um, the 16th of February, Black Panther hits the big screen. Now this, man, there's a rich, rich tradition and history behind Marvel comics, especially those that have primarily black cast yeah. because the last time that we've seen something like this it actually saved the franchise and that was with Blade oh, I didn't even know that that was a Marvel that. movie I didn't know that, that I didn't know the history behind it saving the Marvel franchise who was mm-hmm. tanking at the time I heard this from Faison Love who was on The Breakfast Club okay. straight trashing your man's uh, Dave Chappelle talking mad shit about Dave Chappelle said the show wasn't funny said uh, he's not funny said white people made him built him he's never made black people laugh so that's gonna be another topic for another day sounds a little pressed but Black Panther is like the first big black action hero movie since Blade which had a trilogy so we man just wear your all black 
wear your crowns, wear your coming to America outfits. Wear something comfortable because it's two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was just talking shit earlier when I said all that other stuff. Wear cotton. <laughs> we picked it. We wear it. Um, but yeah, man, make sure y'all pull up to Black Panther, even if it's not on the 16th or the 19th. Be sure to check it out, check it out. in the theaters because, again, we want to show our buying power as a people. And you know, Jumanji has been number one yeah. for the last umpteen weeks. And it's so. cool because, you know, The Rock is mixed and Kevin's Kevin Hart, black, but, but at the let's same see. time, let's can see we Black get... Panther can hold that spot. Yeah, so let's hold it down. It's got the pre-sale tickets going, and now let's get the actual tickets going as well. So you heard it first here on This, That, and Third. Check it out. All right, last segment. All right, here we go. Five. You up next, Rach. Four, three, two. Heading off our favorite topic on this week's show of This, That, and Third is none other than relationships and in relationships man we had a question that was being asked online i believe and the question is is anyone i guess that's on earth Mm -hmm. single by choice what do you you think about that what's your opinion on that do you think that somebody who's single is single by choice or necessity like i just don't fuck with the people that fuck with me and the people that i want to fuck with don't fuck with me so i'm single isn't that by choice though that is by choice. But some people that are out here single seem to seem like, I can't find a man. I can't I find a woman. So I can't find a hermaphrodite. <laughs> it's just like, bro, there's there's people and there's things out here and you're just not choosing the ones that are choosing you. Um, I think there are groups that are single by choice. And mm-hmm. then I think, fortunately, there are a select group that are single not by choice why do you say fortunately i said unfortunately oh unfortunately okay i'm about to say that doesn't well, sound no, it's kind. unfortunate because they want to be in a relationship right so what do you do if you're one of those forgotten abouts and you just can't seem to get right the dating websites don't work for you the apps <laughs> the swiping left swiping right don't work you know my advice is when you single that's your time to focus on you and like start True. to figure out what you like to do do the things that you want to do and like really spend time with yourself i know that sounds lame it's kind of lame. I personally love it. Right. <laughs> Me time is free but, time. But I, I think when you start to take your focus off of finding somebody right. and just start living your life, that your person will life. find you. Yeah, about that. yeah. And I would add on to that because I agree with what you're saying, but I would also add this. Fuck something. Because, <laughs> no, what if, if you got some good dick or you got some good <laughs> pussy, you know what I'm saying? Somebody will want your ugly ass. Because I'm assuming you're either ugly on the inside or out or both. Right, and that's why people are not really rocking with you. But if you let them fuck, maybe they'd be like, "Well, I deal with his ugly ass. I deal with her booger wolf ass because they got some good sex." And people will stick around for good sex because we, as humans, we love sex. Would you agree with that? Okay, so what I will agree with is if that's, that's what you choose to do, right? You're trying to get you some. Protect the sex. Yeah, strap it up. Right, but you still don't have to be bothered with the person. So it's more of, "Hey, I want to hang out today. Are you available?" Oh, you're not? Okay, let me call. B, are you available? Have a team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know where your hoes at. Hang out. Know where your hoes And at. have one or two that you may be dipping it's and diving with. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have options. Fuck some. Anyway, also in relationships, we want to ask, why is it so hard for black, or seemingly so hard for black women, especially those that are on the up and up and, you know, rising corporate America or just doing their own thing on the entrepreneur tip, why is it so hard for them to find black men that are on their level? Or is it? Um, I don't think it's hard. I think women, when they get on that level, they get they they the head like they ass be on their shoulders. My shit don't stink. You know what I'm saying? And so you still have to be down to earth, be cool. Wait, say that again. They what? They ass be on their shoulders. That's a that's a thing. That's a saying. Yeah, my aunt never say that to me all the time. Your ass is on your shoulders. Yeah. What does that equate to? What does that mean? Like you smelling yourself. Oh, okay. Like you high and mighty or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I have my ass <laughs> on your shoulders. <laughs> Um, no so, but I, I think uh, women just need to still just be themselves. Like, I know a girl who, right, she worked really hard. She is at the level where she wants to be. She bought herself a Porsche. You know what I'm she lived downtown. Yikes. She's doing it, right? Oh, yeah. Doing okay. it well. I'm a female, and I can just Whole walk female. up on you, and I could tell you You've changed. feel yourself, and You've you changed. think all of that, right? You're so I'm sure a man... And the man could have all the same shit, if not more, than what you have. But if he feels that, that and he don't want to be bothered with that, he's just not going to be bothered with you. Okay. Okay. Um, I actually heard earlier that regardless of what level a woman is on, whether it's professionally, politically, personally, or what have you, they like 
to be um, not told what to do, but they like a man that puts his foot down, is authoritative, is assertive, and knows how to make decisions that are in the best interest of you all respectively and collectively. I don't really think that uh, amount of money or amount of experience or whatever it can be, a woman loses that. I think that they always seek that out. So I think that it takes a man that's securing his shit, whether yeah. it's, man, I make, you know what I'm saying, this amount of money or I have this amount of experience. Or Still be an alpha male. Man, Still you gotta take be an control. Alpha male. And I think that we sometimes psych ourselves out to think that black females that are successful, quote unquote, don't want to rock with black dudes. They don't want to rock with no bitch-ass black dude. Yeah, we don't like white. And a lot of times when we be like, oh, well, she's... She's a ditty and she's high maintenance and she's what the bam. Man, you better break her down. <laughs> but she'll never do that unless you approach her. You gotta have confidence. But again, it's about what they want. So know what you want and what yeah. you're gonna deal with and what you're not gonna deal with. I just yeah. feel like the right people that are made for each other find each other. They do. Avail yourself. And last but not least in relationships, I wanna ask this question. What's the difference between being in love and being in love with being in a relationship, because there's a difference. Would you agree? Yeah, like you have some people who just want to be in a relationship. They just need somebody. They just want to, because me. they, they think, yeah. they think that they always have somebody to do stuff mm. with, or it's fun, or we can sit together and watch movies, or we can hang out, yeah. and mm, yeah, but it's still a lot of work, and I don't think they get that part. It is, it is, and um, you gotta be willing to put in the work, and I think that a lot of times we get the connection confused with the love connection. Shout out Chuck Woolery. But I, I just think that, you know, a lot of times that we, we oftentimes just don't want to be by ourselves because we don't want to know who the fuck we are in this world. Like, as long as I got two by my side, I know, man, I'm yeah. good because I got a dime piece by my side. It makes me feel better. Hopefully she feels better and we're going and we're rocking and we're going and doing <laughs> stuff. But if I got to be alone and really reflect and look at that man in the mirror, I don't like that guy. It is really I don't fucking like, like that guy. So I need somebody so that can occupy my space. Therapeutic. It it's is. like the best thing in the world. It is, but it's scary, and I think a lot of people are apprehensive to change. But don't be scared. Don't be scared. Take don't be scared. Get up in there. Yourself. All right. And then uh, last but not least, I'm sorry, is how will you know when you're in love? Shout out to Whitney Houston. <laughs> how will I know? Face ass. <laughs> how will you know if you're in love? I don't know. How do you know? Shit. I mean. Because I give a damn. Like, because I'm really not that dude. You don't care. Yeah, yeah so I don't. I'm do easy care? breezy. And when I start caring, and I'm like, no, you hold on. What? You're a fever. You're running a fever. <laughs> I love you. But I love everybody. So I think it's the difference between loving someone and being in love. I don't know if I've ever been in love. See? I think I've I loved a lot of people, but I don't know if I've ever been in love. So that's a tough one for me. Mm. But I just kind of know when, when I start caring about you and putting your needs before mine, that's a a start that we're heading in that in love direction. Yeah, okay. I guess. Well, you be the judge, man. But we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up with us on another amazing episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life, literally. Once again, anytime you miss us live, check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube. Instagram, and YouTube by searching This, That, and the Third with the third spell I-I-I, like the Roman numeral three. Once again, it's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the Third, and my lovely co-hosts with the most, Miss Reese Peace, the one and only, the undisputed king and queen of Chicago podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.